Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm laughing. Oh, always. Gotcha. Hey guys, welcome back to What We Said Podcast. It's Chelsea and JC. And we're super excited to have you here. Um, this is our second week together physically in a row physically (laughs) (laughs) together physically and spiritually um no if you didn't know Chelsea and I live in different states and so we're not always together um we have to pre-record episodes but for the past two weeks we've actually been together so these are current events I know we're keeping it current yeah so Chelsea is currently at my house in (laughs) California my water sorry um and we have been organizing my closet and getting my clothes ready to sell and just organizing all this stuff. I have had way too much stuff for too long. I'm trying to be... Jaycee has a lot of clothes. Yeah, I'm trying to be a minimalist, but I don't know that it's possible with my job. So I've been... Well, we cleaned it out and then we go downstairs and you have five more boxes filled with clothes. I know. What a life. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's getting overwhelming. But um, so Chelsea's an angel and she helped me organized my closet and she helped me put all the clothes for sale on um, my Depop app. This is sponsored by Depop. Just kidding. (laughs) I wish it was. So yeah, we put them all on Depop. I don't know if they'll be there when we release this. Probably not. We've already sold a bunch. I'm actually shocked. But it has felt so nice to get things organized. I follow this girl on Instagram and she did a, um, she had someone that specializes in organizing closets come over and organize her closet. She posted a before and after. And her before was a lot like my closet, just stuff everywhere and not really a place for everything. My shoes are a disaster. Um, anyway, and she showed the before and after and she was saying how she feels a shift in her life literally because now her closet is clean and she says coming home is so much more just what's the word I'm looking for stress-free more clear and yeah relaxing and I was like wow I really want that and then I was talking to Chelsea about that on the phone and she said let me organize your closet yeah well if you have ever read the magic wait magic of tidying up yeah I think it's called the life-changing magic of tidying up it's some like weird title like that but it's by I think her name is Marie Kondo or something like that did my mom Referring to that book or no? No, but I know your mom read that. Yeah. Someone, when I, I worked at Anthropology, fun fact, for, I don't know, like eight months. And someone was checking out while I was at the register and they were telling me that they only buy stuff that brings them joy. And it like clicked in my mind. So I asked her like where she heard that and she told me to read this book. So I did. 
And I'm not an organized person by nature. I'm very messy, disorganized. My room has been a disaster since 2003. Yeah, so Day one. This was right after me and my husband got married. So I read the book and it basically, if you haven't read the book, it, it tells you to be minimal and go through every single item you own and hold it in your hands and ask yourself if it brings you joy. And then if it doesn't throw it out, if it does keep it, and then you have to have a home for every single thing in your home so that you have no clutter. You don't have any area that all of a sudden gets, you know, overwhelmed with clutter like the junk drawer. Everyone, I know everyone's family has the junk drawer. Oh, I have the junk table. Like, <laughs> I have the junk house. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know that ledge or that yeah. little area in my kitchen oh, that is yeah. just always filled with stuff. Yeah. Because it's defense, a space like that where you have stuff, especially you who has stuff coming in at all times. That's what I'm like talking different about. Different things. All the packages. It's like... Oh, I sound so... I'm like, all the packages. <laughs> all I the get. free stuff. No, no, we just get PR packages or for collabs, we'll get packages <clears throat> of stuff. And it's... Honestly, it's overwhelming because you don't want to just throw it away. You yeah. want to keep it, but it, there's no place for it. So anyway. You have to find a place for yeah, it. Yeah, but honestly, I think that book is genius. It and, is. And seriously, it sounds cheesy, but when I go through my closet and look at it and actually ask myself... Do I actually want to keep this? Does this bring me any sort of joy, joy or happiness? Am I excited to wear this? If the answer is no, then why the heck is it in my closet? Yeah, exactly. It really isn't. She says her clients have a 98% success rate or something like that. Hmm. And I started it two years ago. And to this day, my house is always, it's not clean all the time. Like there's still, if you listen to our husband's episode, I don't do the dishes. <laughs> but my clothes are like, folded and I usually put things away pretty fast because I know they all have a home and I don't have that much stuff. First of all, because we move every six months. So yeah, throw things out all the time, but it just, it really does. She was saying in the, sorry, we're going way into this book, but no, it's good. She was saying that like that girl said that you were talking about when you come home, if, if you ever are trying to do or accomplish a task and you find yourself cleaning your room, or cleaning up because you're just so stressed. You have so much to do. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, my room's a mess. So I just got to clean it up. If your house is always clean and tidy and like you're always putting things away, then you get more stuff done. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. I believe yeah. that 100%. Because even for me, I can never find things mm-hmm. because nothing really has a home or a place. It's kind of all just wherever. I don't know. I'll just wherever throw stuff fits. in that drawer. Yeah, wherever it fits. And then... It stresses me out because I never know. I'm like, oh, I have to shoot that dress today. Where the mm-hmm. heck is it? And I'm looking everywhere. Finally find it in a bin in my closet. Yeah. That literally bag. happened today. Yeah. So, yeah, I am not organized if you if you were curious. Well, it would be hard because I don't have things coming in all the time. So things, I only buy certain things that I know I'm going to love and wear all the time. Yeah, which is so smart. Because I've learned from throwing so many things out what I end up wearing because you know those things that you don't throw out because like well I spent a lot of money on that yeah so she tells you guilty yeah she tells you a lot of ways to get rid of that guilt even like gifts that you get like wedding gifts that you don't like or gifts people give you that you're appreciative of appreciative yeah of but don't want and don't want in your house She's saying it doesn't do you any good to keep it in your house. It no. gives like bad energy. Like the act of receiving the gift and being thankful for it is enough. And it and will then be throw better it away. Off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then burn it. No, but 
Anyways, it, if you want to read that book, it's a great read. It really has helped me so much because, you know, my room was always a disaster. Yeah, no, I think it, I read it actually. I read, but I, I don't think I finished it because I have this weird problem where I seriously never finish a book. Yeah. It's not, it's weird. It's not because I'm not if interested in it. Is I just, it because you have like shorter, like you can't, you start during a flight probably. Yeah, stuff like that. I'll start during a flight and then... Not that I lose interest, but I kind of forget about it. And then I'll start mm-hmm. another book later on. I don't know. I like to read, actually. Yeah. I really do. But I have, for some weird, weird reason, it's kind of hard for me to finish. I need to just remember it and stick to it. So I remember reading parts mm-hmm. of that book and kind of taking to heart. I mean, the first time I read some of it, I did what you're saying. I went through my whole closet and got rid of a ton of stuff. Feels which felt amazing. So good. Even when we – sorry that we've been talking about organization, closet organization for 10 minutes. But um, – even today, mm-hmm. seriously, breath of fresh. Like I walked in my closet. I mean, it's not completely done, but the section that we went through, and it's yeah. just so much clearer. I just feel so good about it. Seriously. I'm like, wow, this is literally already life changing. So. Well, she says like, if everything in your house brings you joy, every single item, the painting on the wall, the plant on the, if you don't have all these trinkets that you don't really want or like, or these clothes that you just keep around for, or like I said, gifts. If you love every single item in your house, imagine how it feels to like just sit in your family room. That's so true. Amen. Hmm, my couch doesn't bring me joy. I want the restoration <laughs> hardware cloud couch that is $8,000. I'm like, the only thing that brings me joy is expensive things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though, we've been wanting the restoration hardware cloud couch. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I've then you sat on it. Sat on it? Sit on it? Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm sitting on a couch. <laughs> no, it's so comfy, Chelsea. We need to go to the mall tomorrow so that you can sit on it. We have a lot of things to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we have planned a very full day. We've for done tomorrow. nothing today and just pushed everything tomorrow. We'll yeah. do that tomorrow. Yeah. Looks like we'll be up at 6 a.m. <laughs> for sure. But anyway, it is so comfy. And we've been wanting it just because we, every time we go to a restoration hardware or every time we go to the mall, we go to the store just to sit in it because we love it. But um, it literally does, it feels like a cloud. But then um, some of you guys, I asked for your opinions on Instagram and a bunch of people said, no, you guys, you need to check out this brand. Like they have a dupe of it and it's way cheaper. And so um, someone mentioned that Living Spaces, the uh, furniture, wait, have you ever been into Living Spaces? I don't think so. It is huge, Massive. first of all. And it's actually kind of cute. I didn't know it was cute. I I had never been in there. Anyway. They I just assume those huge furniture stores are heinous. Are, yeah, heinous. Haney. No, <laughs> no they're... <laughs> I don't think that's so funny. Um, yeah, no, they have some cute stuff in there. But anyway, we sat on the couch and we really liked it, but the fabric was kind of scratchy-ish. So yeah, that's have, a no-go. Yeah, they have other fabric options though. So we're just trying to figure out. Anyway, stay tuned for our couch it's selection. A good investment. If it brings you joy, yeah, spend all your money on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps you shop too in that case where all of a sudden you start to realize, oh, I shouldn't buy that because I'm just going to get rid of it. No, exactly. And it's like I was telling you today. I mean, this is, I don't know that this necessarily completely goes with the story, but um, those boots that I bought that were Mm -hmm. expensive, but I told you, these are the, this is the best purchase I've ever made because I've worn them for three winters in a row, literally every day. Yeah. They were like $300, I think, which is crazy (gasps) for me. Like I would not usually spend that amount on shoes, Mm -hmm. but they are so freaking cute. They're so just cute and classic and I've seriously worn them I'm not joking like every day of the past three winters I'm like I have gotten my money's worth mm-hmm. of, out of these and they I still love them like, yeah. I'm excited to wear They're them classic yeah timeless anyway so but I not to say you should spend your money on 
just expensive like, stuff. So get your mom's credit card <laughs> and go to Gucci. <laughs> no, but I do think go to quality over quantity. Yeah. That is the key, quality over quantity. So let's move right on into what we're actually That's talking about today. That's why we're best friends. Today. That's why you're my only friend. Aw. Just kidding. Awesome. I'm very popular. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. Okay. So today we're talking about health. <laughs> oh my. Um, my this laugh was, is heinous. <laughs> this was, uh, I'm a witch. Awesome. <laughs> this was my idea. Oh, I'm like, I am amazing. <laughs> this podcast was my idea <laughs> and my idea only. No, I just thought it would be cool. Um, because when Chelsea originally went to school, how long was your schooling? It was like, a year. Program? Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was a whole year. Yeah. But I remember either when you were in school. Well, first of all, you did it online, correct? Yeah. It was all online. Is it always online? Yeah. So the school, first of all, I went to school for health coaching. I don't even know if we've said that yet. Yeah. But said I'm a cert. Oh yeah. I'm a certified health coach, which I'll get into what that is in a bit because a lot of people have asked me exactly what that means. They think I'm a nutritionist or a dietitian or whatever, or personal trainer. It's not what it is, but, um, I went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I know I said it last time, but I said it super fast because it's I, I, N. And so I was just like, I, I, N. (laughs) People are like, sorry, what was the school? I'm a hyena. (laughs) Um, and yeah, it's all online. I don't think they, they have conferences and whatnot, but they don't have, classroom settings but I liked it online and it was the coolest school ever I learned so much yeah well what I was gonna say is when you were in school I think Mm -hmm. yeah I don't think it was after you graduated but um wait is it grad did you graduate from something okay um you would we would talk about stuff whatever I would we would talk on the phone and I would say how's school going and you'd Mm kind of tell me about what you've been learning and I'm like wait, I want to be a health coach. This is so cool. Just yeah, the stuff so that you, it's so interesting even to me. I mean, not that I'm not interested in health, but that's not obviously what I want to do for mm-hmm. a job, but I still thought it was so interesting, the stuff you would tell me. And it almost, when you tell me stuff, things would click in my head. I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. That's mm-hmm. so true. So I just thought it would be cool for you to kind of share, first of all, like you said, what a health coach is and what you do, but then also just kind of some of the, the things basis. you've learned. Yeah. Because I think it's really cool. Yeah, it is. And a lot of the times during the school year, the guy who started it, I don't know if he's necessarily the CEO or the owner or whatever they call him. I think his his first name is Joshua, and I'm sorry, I forgot his last name. But he would say, don't worry if the more you learn, the more confused you are about health. Because you go in thinking, okay, I just need to eat my veggies, drink water, and exercise, which is basically it. But at the same time, you learn all these different methods and theories and different diets and way of living and thinking. And they have so many different speakers coming in, like raw food diet, um, keto, I don't know, just random people from all different backgrounds and all different degrees and doctors and all these people. Anyways, I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) I'm like, where are you going with this? (laughs) I haven't been listening. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Well, you were saying, you're saying they bring in all these different people. Oh, I was saying you get more confused because there's just so much to learn. You, it's kind of just getting older in general. 
you know, you just figure out when you're adult that nobody knows anything. Yeah, and you get and more you're confused all just winging as the it. day goes on. Yeah. As the days go by. Exactly. When you're 13, you think all 20-year-olds know what they're doing. Absolutely not. Except for me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, far from it. Anyway, so a health coach. We'll just dive into what that is. Yeah. So, so a health coach is an accountability coach. I like to say they help you with your homework. So if you, it's not to replace a therapist, it's not to replace a doctor, it's not to replace a nutritionist or a personal trainer. It's to kind of incorporate all of them and to help you do your homework for that. So a doctor will come, like you will go into a doctor's office and have a, you know, appointment with him super fast. You tell him, Hey, my stomach's been hurting, blah, 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 blah. And he'll prescribe you something or say, you know, you need to do this and this bye and you leave and don't really know how to incorporate it into your life so basically the main thing that health coaches help you with is incorporating a healthy lifestyle into your lifestyle instead of just having these crash diets and these super fast ways to lose weight and count your calories and things that don't work it's to get you a sustainable lifestyle it's an accountability coach someone to support you someone to listen to you and it's not just okay, what did you eat this week? Um, how many times did you exercise? It's what, what is your relationship like with your spouse or your significant other or your friends? Um, how do you like your career? Like just a bunch of other questions that have to do with your life in general and how you're balancing your life and how much that affects your health rather than just what you eat. So I think that was a good description. Okay. And I think when you told me all the different, so there's five, I don't know what the term is, but you told me, why don't you just go into that actually? Because okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. So what I just kind of described is we call it primary food. So it's the things that aren't what you eat. So primary food is your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health, and your, what did I say? Mental, spiritual, physical, and Awesome. <laughs> like I promise I went to school. <laughs> Don't hire Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's um, your spiritual health, mental health, physical, and social health. So it's all of those things first before the actual food on your plate. The food on your plate is what we call secondary food. So primary food is your main focus, and that's kind of what we work with with our clients one-on-one. -on -one. It's very personal, very intimate into their lives that makes total sense because when I mean not that it can ever be completely perfectly in balance for anyone but when you do work on the mental spiritual social all of that stuff I don't know maybe I'm making this up but I feel like it's easier to have a good relationship with food and mm -hmm. exercise because you're just happier and healthier healthier like mentally yeah no totally it and brings so it all together yeah I feel like if you're so unhappy in all those areas but then you're still eating right and exercising, that doesn't mean you're healthy. No, exactly. So one of the first weeks of school, they talked about this village. And just to kind of bring it into perspective of what health actually is, they, they were talking about some village in one of the states, I don't remember, but they all the people in that town, I think it's in Missouri or some, some state started with an M, they all migrated from a place in Italy. So they were all from the same place. So... And they were looking at their diet because all of a sudden they realized that these this exact town didn't have any heart disease, no Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. 
what did I say? Alzheimer's. <laughs> like old timers. <laughs> okay, Alzheimer's. What? It's Alzheimer's? A, it's Alzheimer's. It's Are you AL. Alzheimer's or Alzheimer's? Well, if you're talking about the disease, yeah. it's Alzheimer's. It's like a. Oh, I can't even say that. Alzheimer's. I sound like Alzheimer's. I have a list. All right, just. Anyways, Alzheimer's. Whatever. I sound like such. I'm like, it's Alzheimer's. <laughs> but I think that's something. It's one of those things that people. Say. say incorrectly a lot. Oh, I always say Alzheimer's. Really? Yeah. Do you know how it's spelled? Yeah, with a Z. <laughs> You're dumb then. Just kidding. <laughs> awesome. A bully. Like, do you know how to spell, idiot? <laughs> like, oh, you didn't go to third grade? Okay. Um. Yeah, it's like library and library. Yes, yes, yes. I don't say library. I certainly though. hope you don't say library. No. It's also like Valentine's Day with an M. Oh, I don't say that either. Oh, well, I know, but I I seriously know people that Do still say, say February that. or February. I say February. I don't say either. What do you say? I don't talk about that month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I honestly don't know what I say. Say it for that one. Well, now I'm going to say February because I'm thinking about it. I used to say. Uh, sorry, I completely went open <laughs> mic. I used to say February, and then I think I realized how it was spelled later um, on in life, and so now I've transitioned. Yeah. Good job. So, anyways, back to my stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways. Um, you're, you were saying Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Oh, anyway, so they had these diseases. Or they didn't have these diseases, sorry. And they were wondering in why. In the village. Yeah, in this village. And they looked at their diet and they were eating meatballs fried and lard and they had wine every single night and bread and they were smoking cigars and they were very confused, like this, the researchers. And they looked into their lifestyle and they decided that the main factor was their community because they would go to work. They loved what they did. They were just such a community and on the way home from work, they would stop at their friend's house, have a glass of wine with them, talk to them. Like they all were just so connected and so loving and everyone was so just had a sense of purpose in the community. And they think that's probably what it is that's making them live so long without diseases. And so the doctor was saying that was telling the story that I've never seen more sick people than when I started working in LA and all these people came in they said, well, I'm doing my hot yoga every single day. I'm drinking my green juices, but I'm just always sick because they're working in miserable jobs or they are in miserable relationships or all these different things that they affect their health. They don't have good health. friends or their family relationships aren't good, whatever Yeah, exactly. So they just think, oh, if I just drink more water, my all my problems will be solved. Or if I just, you know, literally have a green smoothie every day. So anyways, that's what primary food kind of focuses on and that kind of when I heard that story, it made so much sense because we need other people and we need this balanced life. If we're just nourishing different parts of our life and neglecting other parts, it's not healthy. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> you have a piece of, have like a feather in your hair. It's bugging <gasps> me so bad. Get it out. Okay, I'm scared. Let me grab it. Oh, you got it. I've been staring at it the whole time. Awesome. Not listening. <laughs> That's why every time I ask you where I am, you're like, I don't know. I've been, not been listening. I've been staring at the feather. So when you have clients, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm like have problems, but I feel like I'm definitely not super balanced when I actually think about it. Mm-hmm. So when you have clients, I'm is, like, that, I know. <laughs> is that usually an issue for them? At least one of those things like, oh, my 
like my relationship isn't good or my mental health. Like, is there usually something in there that's not right? Or? Oh yeah. Nobody has a perfectly balanced well, yeah. life. And a lot of the times people don't even realize which parts are being neglected because when you actually put them into categories, you realize more, oh shoot, I'm totally neglecting that part. So it's four basic sections and then there's three with, within each one. So there's 12. So I'll just go through them really fast because there's spirituality, creativity, joy, finances, career, education, um, physical activity, health. So like your actual health and home cooking and then home environment, relationships and social life. So there's wow. a lot. Yeah. So that's impossible to have them when all When I perfect, first have but. clients, we first go over that. So I have them evaluate and like rate it. And then if you put it in, a, if you, it's better to visualize it if you put it on paper or on your computer or something so you can see and you just put a dot. This is hard to explain, but basically you rate them and then you can kind of like in a see. wheel almost. Yeah, in a wheel. So then you can kind of see which areas are closer to the center, which is not good. Then cl- the other parts that are closer to the outer ends, those are the ones that are thriving. So I feel like that's really hard to visualize because yeah, even when sorry. you're saying it, I'm like a little confused. I'll post but. this onto the Instagram story so you guys can kind of see what I'm talking about, but it really is eye-opening because, I, I mean, as you guys know, I talked about in one of the first episodes, I had an eating disorder for a long time and struggled with disorder eating and emotional eating and all of that. And I think as soon as I started going to the schools, when I was like kind of in the first stages of recovery and healing, and as I started going to like listening to the different speakers and realizing, oh my gosh, there's so much more than what I'm eating. I started to get healthier. I stopped binge eating. Like I stopped binging very noticeably, like where I would go months. And then that's when it started to turn to like a year and just anyway. So it's really helped. And I think it's something that everybody needs. And I think it's something that's going to disrupt the medical, not medical field and get rid of it, but it's something that I think a lot of people need that they don't realize because that even just that one-on-one interaction and accountability and having someone where it's like, I need to, I know I need to eat more vegetables, but how? Yeah. Like I can go buy them, but I don't know what to do with them. And I don't know what I need to do for my health. And you honestly just need someone to help you search your own soul. No, that's so awesome. I think it's so cool that you get to do that. Cause that's, yeah, I really love it. It's yeah. honestly a dream job. And it's so rewarding too, I bet, mm-hmm. to see progress and stuff. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is that people can either hear that, the fact that there are so many different parts to health and be overwhelmed, or it can be kind of empowering and mm-hmm. relieving. Yeah, relieving because you're like, okay, so I don't have to focus so much on food and exercise. I can, I can focus on all these other areas and it's going to make my life so much healthier and happier. Yeah, Because exactly. that's the way I look at it, honestly. I think it's kind of a lot of pressure to think, oh, I just need to eat healthy. I need to exercise. But when you realize mm-hmm. there's so much more to it and you can kind of focus on those things too, I feel like you don't become as, I don't know Yeah, the word. and then it's not so much a problem because you're not focusing. I think I've said this before, but what you resist persists. So when you stop focusing on exactly, oh, I need to exercise this amount, whatever, and you just kind of integrate it into your life and all of a sudden it's a habit and you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, just healthier and happier all around. Mm -hmm. So also it's important because everyone's different. So something they teach us a lot is there's no one diet fits all. There's no one lifestyle that fits all. We all all come from different cultures, different – we have different bodies. Some people are intolerant to things. Some people thrive on diets that other people literally get sick from. All of our bodies like take in the nutrients different ways – 
We all live in different areas. Things aren't available to us. So it's important. I'm just keeps, I'm like, it's important to hire me as your health coach. <laughs> it's important to email no, me immediately. Yeah, I'm like, at C. Jade Curtis. <laughs> no, it's, it's just important to have somebody that can help you integrate it into your lifestyle that you already have, that you don't need to go change this lifestyle and move to LA and, and start doing yoga every single morning. I think people think, oh, if I'm going to be healthy, I need to be a gym rat. No, 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 not at all. I mean, unless that's your way of healthy, but everyone's different. Everyone's health is different. So it's important to realize that too. I think that's so true. Yeah. So anyway, so I just wanted to go over really fast, just briefly, just the primary foods and kind of go into how you can, little tips and tricks for how you can improve them and and nourish them, quote unquote. So talking about spiritual, so that's spirituality, joy, and creativity. So if you think about those areas of your life, you kind of have to reflect, okay, what am I doing to bring me joy? And joy is just happiness and peace. You know, now that you have a puppy, JC, you kind of understand like those moments when you're playing with a dog is the best way I can explain it because I don't have kids. So I'm sure it's the same with kids and dogs just do the present. They don't worry about like what happened 10 minutes ago or what's going to happen in 10 minutes. They just think about the present activity and like the task at hand. So if you throw a ball, they get the ball. They're excited. It's not like, oh, they're depressed about that one time last week that, you know, something bad happened to them. And so when you start to do things like that, like hanging out with your nieces and nephews. and Yeah. And in turn, then you become more present. Exactly. So that's the cool part. Yeah. When those moments where you don't even realize you're not thinking about anything else and you're just totally present, those are the moments you feel joy, like dancing in your kitchen or making jokes or doing little things like that, singing in your car with your friends. Like those are the moments where you completely forget about everything else and you don't even realize you're forgetting about it. So that's joy, bringing more of those moments into your life. Spirituality doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a religion, but something that brings you purpose. So there's a, um, article on Forbes that talked about the relation between religion and longevity. And it's just saying, maybe it's not even, um, okay, let me actually read it so I don't mess it up, but you don't have to become a nun to get health benefits from having your religion, the simple act of congregating with a like-minded community might deserve much of the credit. Yada, 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 boring, boring credit. Um, (laughs) Having a network of social support and optimistic attitude, better self-control and a sense of purpose in life may account for the long life benefits seen in different studies about how it makes people live longer and happier. And um, also prayer is a part of that. And prayer is like meditation. It's Um, has shown to be powerful in at least one way. It triggers the relaxation response, a state of mind-body rest that has been shown to decrease stress, heart rate, and blood pressure, alleviate chronic disease symptoms, and even change gene expression. Don't know what gene expression is, but yeah. So even just the act of praying and have something that you can connect to, whether it's your religion is just nature or you call it the universe or, you know, you're Catholic, Christian, Mormon, like anything – so I know there's tons of religions. Yeah. I just said the top three that I thought of. Anyways, so that's religion. So whether diving into a practice or yoga, maybe yoga is your religion or your spirituality or diving into that and exploring that a little bit. I do think that it's important to 
well, not important, but it helps to believe in something because it does give, it really does give you a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. Yeah, it gives you something to like think forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the last one is creativity. So as humans, we have a tendency to crave creation, whether it's other humans or, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, Chels? Um, no, but really, though, we want to create things. We like making things, whether it's businesses or it's creativity doesn't even have to be if you're not super into art or painting. something. Yeah, or the classic things you think of. It can be problem solving or technology or, you know, coding or whatever it is. Just being something where you can create something. Doing that often is so important to your health, too, because then you feel more confident you feel more accomplished and anyways okay so that's spiritual how do you feel like your spiritual health is jc <laughs> honestly i feel like it's pretty good yeah well your I job think, is like yeah. creativity and joy i i think i could definitely stand to pray and meditate more mm-hmm. i think that i would really benefit from doing that more often because if you listen to our last episode or maybe two episodes ago i'm kind of a stress case sometimes mm-hmm. I get really overwhelmed and I feel like having that stress-free time would help me a lot but um I'm lucky enough to be creative for my job so I I definitely feel like I do a lot of that and which brings me joy yeah to create new things and stuff so and I you feel- got a puppy yeah yeah no that is good it's that is very important especially for people who are more creative and left-brained or whatever it is which leads us into our next section which is mental health So that's career, finance, and education. So those kind of all go into one because it's like, oh, your education leads you to your career and your career leads you to finances kind of. Or it's the opposite where you lose (laughs) money to go to school and then you have to get a career and you're in debt. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But having something that, okay, let me just read this little thing um, about having a career and how important it is to like your job. And it's saying if you don't, necessarily do what you love find a way to love what you do I know a lot of people just can't quit their job and all of a sudden just pursue whatever it's like I have a family or I have to provide I have to pay back my student loans or whatever it is if you don't necessarily do what you love find a way to love what you do like find little ways where it's you're grateful for like this gives me a means to an end you know this is a stepping stone towards something else but this said Oh, sorry. I, like, went, I went to talk and then I kind of realized I didn't have anything to say. Well, um, I was I was just going to say, wait, no, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Just keep say going. It. This is also from Forbes, but a conference board reports that 53% of Americans are currently unhappy at work. So half of the workforce is unhappy. That's good. <laughs> Jeez. Um, even some people, you notice when you go to a store or something and the girl is just, or the guy that's working there so unhappy and hates their job. Yes. It makes everyone in a bad mood. I know. And on the contrary, I can't remember where I was. It was somewhere that was definitely not a cool job. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can really cannot remember where it was, but maybe like a Chick-fil-A or Starbucks or something. Oh, I'm just sure like, it's Chick-fil-A. They have the best customer service. <laughs> True. My pleasure. Yeah. Always. Um, no, it was somewhere where I was very surprised with how just happy and nice they were working mm-hmm. that job. And I'm like, that is so admirable that yeah. they're working a cash register job that they probably, they probably wish they were doing something else, but they were so nice and complimentary and 
I don't know. I just thought it was awesome. Yeah, they I'm find like, a way to love what they do, even if it might not be their dream job. Yeah, and I just Maybe thought that was so cool. I'm like, that literally made my day. And their day is probably so much better than the person next to them that's complaining and whining and being rude to customers and not doing anything. Your day goes by, I've been both people in jobs where it's not my ideal job, like retail or the food industry, where the days where I'm just dragging my feet, oh, they're miserable and I just want to go home. And I can tell my customers are just not happy with me either. But the days that I'm super excited, I'm just, okay, I got to get through today. I'm just going to be happy way better I feel so much better and I mean I know that's hard to be so happy and awesome every day but I definitely think that's but try your best yeah (laughs) or take vacation or figure out something else to do that you know there's so many options out there there really truly is if you really work hard and like look it might not take you two days but it might take you three (laughs) um anyway so being happy in your job is super important it's something that you do for the majority of your life besides sleeping so if you're not happy, can you just imagine like how miserable your life yeah. would be? If you have a bad, if you hate what you do, you're going to come home and binge <laughs> or you're going to come home and do something like your vice. You're going to come home and if you like alcohol, you're going to come home and drink or you're going to come home and just to escape do, whatever. It yeah. Is you're going like. to try and numb yourself. But if you love what you do and you're, you know, have a healthy relationship with it, then it's going to be a lot easier. Um, same with education. And finances. Finance is a whole different world, which is like one of the main ones I I find a lot of my clients kind of struggle with how to nourish that. Mm -hmm. Um, But education is just constantly learning. I feel that your brain – so actually, I don't feel like this. I learned this in school. We had – I just need to really write down people's names because I don't give anyone credit. (laughs) Like some guy, he literally has a doctorate and wrote a book about (laughs) brain science. Um. He has a book and it's called Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. And he talked about brain health and learning and exercising your mind makes you live longer. It helps fight disease. It helps you not get sick. It's crazy. And so it's just simple things of actually reading. People these days, they don't, I mean, they read a lot of Instagram and Facebook posts, but like taking out a book and have it not be an actual screen or doing puzzles, like challenging your mind. It doesn't mean you have to go to college. You can do whatever you want. But anyways, that's important as well to always be learning, to always be exercising your mind is don't forget about that aspect. And then finances. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. That one's hard because it's so up and down and it's not even necessarily about nourishing. That means making more money. It means being more comfortable and it's a way of like living within your means and being happy with that. If you're doing everything else, you're going to start doing work that you like and maybe you'll start making more money and having a different mindset about money and not thinking, oh my gosh, I can't afford anything. I'll never be able to afford this. I can't do this. Think of all the things that you can't afford. Think of I'm abundant. I, there is my fortunes out there. Like I can achieve it. And having a more positive mindset about money in general is nourishing it, not just getting a raise. Right. Um, Are you bored? (laughs) No, I think it's super interesting. Um, So how's yours? Taking it all in. Um, Wait, what's this whole category called again? Mental health. Mental health. So finances, career, and education. Yeah. um, I think it's decent. I think that I could be learning more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't – I mean, I know you said it's not always – 
reading and going to school, but I don't think I challenge my mind a ton. Mm-hmm. I think I should read more books. For I honestly one. think doing this podcast helps both of us. Though I do that. too. I've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I feel like we do kind of some research about mm-hmm. things, and we, I agree. But um, yeah, just day to day when I'm just taking photos, that's more of a creative thing. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I'm learning stuff along the way, but I think sometimes I almost crave. I don't really miss school. But I miss learning. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just, I tell Leif, I just want to go do a little class on this or a little thing on yeah. this because I kind of miss actually using my brain. You know what I mean? I I do use it, but I'm just saying even just reading a book or, yeah. Yeah, reading. I need to read more for sure, like yeah. actual books. Yeah. I listen to audiobooks, but. So, yeah, I think my education aspect, I think I could be a little better, but. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> no, I, I agree as in with myself. Yeah. Because I even if it's just listening to YouTube videos and like how-tos or different trivia facts or stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, well, and this, so is, interesting. this is even – I don't know if this even goes along with it, but even watching makeup tutorials and doing that on myself, I feel mm-hmm. more accomplished because I'm like, this is fun to learn a new yeah. thing and kind of – I don't know if that's a creative thing or an education thing, but I, I think mean, it's, it's both. It's cool to learn new things and mm-hmm. try them out. I like it. Always be challenging your mind, like just nourishing that part of it. So, um, yeah, that's all the mental health. Okay, so then there's the physical health. So that's physical activity, exercise, aka at your actual health and home cooking. So home cooking is kind of a weird one because it feels like it's just thrown in there, but it's actually super important to your health and everything else because we learn a lot about cooking and how to cook and what it means to cook for people. And I've said, I think I've said this before, but like your food is how you show love to people. Like that's one of the things that people for generations and generations have brought together to show their community, their family, friends. That's how you gather to celebrate and that's how you show your love to people. So cooking for people, even your family, If you come home, they use this example, if you come home and you're super pissed at your husband and you're like chopping your carrots and, you know, making your food, but you're super angry, like that feeling is going to go into that food. And I mean, whether you believe that or not, I do, like that energy is going to go into that food. So when you're feeding it to your family, it's not as, you got to put the ingredient of love in there. Yeah. But really like, can you just imagine if there's a chef making your food back there and he's just having the worst day ever and he's just pissed and making your bowl Meal. or whatever and that's kind of going to go into you even. So if you're like... You're going to feel kind of huh, eating it. Yeah. Whereas if it's this passionate chef who's so nice and like... So it, excited to show yeah. you like, oh, this is what I made. Or even when you go places and people, you go to someone's house and they made cookies or something... That's their way of showing you like, hey, I made this for you. This is – so home cooking is important. If you're always going out to eat, it's not as personal and intimate as if you make dinner for you and your spouse or you and your family. I'm not perfect at that by any means. I'm so terrible at that because – I'm horrendous at it. Yeah. I When me and Nick first got married, I was sure I was going to be the wife that made dinner every single night. I'm like, don't worry, Nick. I'll make you dinner every (laughs) single night. That lasted about two weeks. And then I realized he hated my cooking. (laughs) And then, um, well, also he's not vegan and I am. So I would make something. And I know he didn't like it because he didn't ask for seconds. Whereas if I made literally meatloaf or something, he would probably be like, can I have more? Yeah. 
Um, so I just let him do his thing and I do my thing. But even cooking can sometimes be, do you like cooking? The thing is, I'm not very good at it. Not that it's always a bad experience, but mm-hmm. I'll follow a recipe and nine times out of 10, I'm like, mm. like it's fine, but mm-hmm. it's not great. And I obviously, salt. yeah, honestly, <laughs> but obviously I just need to get better at cooking because it's weird how much of a talent is. You think mm-hmm. you just follow a recipe. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. My mom is an amazing cook oh, and the best. baker, as you know. And so I kind of just figured like, oh, that's in me. And then I got <laughs> married and realized I'm horrible at it. Yeah. Uh, but my mom says that she was not a good cook at my age. Like it took her years and years. And so I don't know. I Because I grew up with my mom cooking a lot, I think that I will do that in the future. And I want mm-hmm. to more. I think right now with how our life is, I've mentioned this before on the podcast that we did um, about my work, but it's kind of hard for me to do, like, just because I'm really busy with the business, it's hard for me to also cook all the time. Mm-hmm. Not to say I can't do it sometimes, but I don't know. I don't think I'm the greatest at it. But I I definitely think that when you do make a meal, whether it's great or not, I feel like it is definitely more intimate and Leif's more grateful mm-hmm. than if we were just to go out to eat. Yeah. You definitely eat out more than I cook, but I think that that's very true. Yeah, it's just like a romantic experience sometimes. Yeah. It can... Even with your kids, like it can be a good experience with your grandkids or your kids. One tip for that is if you buy more ingredients than you do packaged food, that can help you because then when you're hungry, all of a sudden you can't just grab a, you know, a bag of fruit snacks or whatever. You have to, oh crap, I need to make this. So you have all these ingredients and you don't want it to go to waste. That's smart. But I do that and then I just go, hmm, it's easier to go out to eat and then all my ingredients go to bed. <laughs> Same. A week later. Um, and speaking then, of food, oh shoot, what? it's too late to order Postmates from most places, but also we should not be eating this late at night. Awesome. Should we take a break? I'm like, sorry, we gotta get Postmates, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay, you guys, we're gonna take a quick potty break. BRB. Nice. Anyways, jumping right back into it. I forgot where I was in the um, – we were talking about physical – oh, exercise and we wait, talked about wait, home wait, cooking. I'm so sorry. What? Leif just texted me from downstairs and said, want to Postmates some Blaze? <gasps> Is Blaze open? I think so. Sorry, guys. We So we took a break. We decided mm-hmm. not to Postmates anything. We're like, we can just eat here. We need to be better at home cooking. Yeah. We and literally talk about home cooking. I'm like, Postmates. <laughs> yeah. And then Leif just texted me and said, should we Postmate some Blaze? If you don't know what Blaze is, it's pizza and it's so good. It's so, so, so good. Um, it's my favorite. Yeah, it's still open, Chels. Oh, come on. Let's get it. It's open until 1130. <gasps> do you want your own? Of course I do. What do you think I'm going to share with you? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. I sent Leif the orders. Thanks for sticking around. All right. Kay. Jumping right back into it. So I forgot what we were talking about. And that's what we said, no. Um, so we talked about home cooking. So in the in the physical health department, we still have exercise and actual health. So health is just the general, you know, being sick and all that stuff, taking yeah. care of yourself, eating your vegetables, drinking your water, making sure you get all your nutrients and vitamins in. That's kind of a no-brainer. You could Honestly, just eat your vegetables, drink water, and eat protein and make sure you're not eating a ton of junk food, which is way easier said than done. But 
Um, and then the last one is exercise. Have you ever heard of the, I think it's called Ayur, Ayurveda. Ayur, okay. I can't talk. Ayurveda. I think it's what I it's called. No. It's like this, um, ancient theory of exercise and body type. And there's a whole bunch to it, but what I got from it in school, they were saying there's three different body types and they each react to exercise and foods in different ways. So there's the, so we're going to see which type you are. I'm interested to find out. Is it going to tell me that I get overly sore? Because I literally cannot move after I work out for three days. Is that normal? That means you're out of shape. Amazing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I think that does. I actually think it does mean you're incredibly unhealthy. <laughs> no, I'm just, I really am out of shape. I haven't worked out in months, but I started, um, I feel like I'm just given some sponsorships out here right now. I'm like, we're mentioning yeah. all these brands. Um, if you guys have ever heard of the Sweat app, I don't know how many of you guys have ever used it. You can pay for it monthly or you can pay for it for a year. I, I paid love for the it. app. Wait, how, do you use it? I used to. Okay. I um, just paid for it for the year and it's so awesome. Mm -hmm. I seriously love it. It's basically, it's BBG um, by Kayla Itzinus or Itzinus. I don't know how to say her name. I think we've, we've talked about her before. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And then there's a power program, which is more like weightlifting by Kelsey Wells. And then there's a yoga program by, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember the name. It's something. She's listening. She's like, awesome. Mine's the only name you didn't I wish remember. she was listening. Her yoga stuff is amazing. I follow her on Instagram. But anyway. That app is so awesome. If, mm -hmm. It's so good. It holds it's you so well made. Too. Yeah. It's and really it, well yeah, made. And it has different goals that it, that you set and it's really cool. I like it a lot. So, I mean, I've only been using it for like a week and I have not stuck to it at all, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's so cool. We'll do it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> after our blaze. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds like we're like going to smoke weed. <laughs> after, <laughs> after, we, the blaze. after we blaze up. Okay. So back to the, um, okay, they're called three doshas. Okay. So doshas are biological energies found throughout the human body and mind. They govern all physical and mental processes and provide every living being with an individual blueprint for health and fulfillment. Okay. So they derive from five elements and their related properties, um, space, air, fire, water, and earth. Oh, sorry. I was literally going to joke about that. I'm like, are the five... <laughs> Elements. Yeah, elements this from like Avatar. Oh, yeah. No, that's actually what they are. Mm. Um, but there's three doshas. So va uh, vata, V-A-T-A, pita, not pita, like pita jungle, but pitta and kappa. I just butchered those completely. If you go to a sorority, you probably know how to pronounce those because they sound like sorority houses. But vata, pita, and kappa. So here's a kind of snapshot. Snap Snapchat. <laughs> A snapshot of each dosha. So if you're vata, you have a light frame, you're dry, thin, visible veins, variable, delicate digestion. So you're kind of more on the delicate, fragile side. Um, so they're usually like more petite and more fragile, basically. You get cold really easily. If your like, limbs get cold really easily, um, you have irregular routines and travels. Um, you learn quickly, but you forget quickly. You do better listening when you're learning instead of visual or like association. And your energy, you're more nervous. Hmm. I feel like I'm some of those, but not others. Yeah. You know, I feel like yeah. I'm petite and do you get um, cold easily? I get cold really easily for sure. And uh, it, said, it said I have like irregular routine, which is definitely true. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like a lot of those were. But do I you forget I, things quickly. I, yes, I do forget things. Yeah. There was something that um, I think maybe the I don't feel like I'm that nervous. Yeah, no, I don't think you're nervous either. False theories. I'm just kidding. I mean, read the other ones. Maybe those will be more. Pitta, pita, whatever. So they have more of a muscular medium build. So they're more more athletic looking, but not like huge. Um, they have strong appetite, dislikes missing meals. So they like having a steady diet. This is me. Um, their skin is warm, pale, may have freckles. Oh, mm, sorry. Never mind. Not me. I'm like, not me. I have very olive skin. <laughs> olive, <laughs> no. beautiful skin. Freckles are ugly. No, I love freckles, actually. I do I, have freckles on my arms, actually. I'm allowed Look to say that because I have a lot of freckles, guys. And Thank I'm kidding. You. I love freckles. And then your digestion is strong and regular. Your aggravators are heat, alcohol, stress, smoke, spicy flavors. Your memory is sharp and good. You like to learn visually and you like to read things. And your energy, you're very motivated. Okay. That's what are you, actually. Yeah, that one does sound like me, except I don't have a medium build. I feel like I'm very petite. Well, it's like muscular, like... Yeah, I guess I'm not that... Fi- I'm yeah. not that fragile, actually, no. when I think about it. You're you're petite, but you're, like, still strong. Yeah. Um, and that then makes sense. Kappa, or Kappa, or whatever, is... People are probably screaming out there, <laughs> saying, like, can you just say it right, you dummy? Um, Kappa is large frame, maybe overweight, constant appetite. They need to constantly be eating. Your skin is thick, oily, smooth cool you have slow heavy digestion so you take big poops <laughs> awesome um you get cold you overeat too little variety you learn slowly but you don't forget learning you have to have association with things so you know like singing a song that does it or something yeah um and then you're content grounded energy hmm. so Depending on which one of those you are, it, it tells you what kind of exercise you need. So for Kappa, the like more prone to be overweight, large frame, constant, those people need more aggressive. Wait, for the medium one? No, for the one I just oh, talked oh, about. Oh, sorry. Large frame, yeah. Kappa. They need more aggressive exercise. So football, heavy weightlifting, things like that, that really like take charge and take a lot of aggression out of it. And then Pitta. The medium one, so muscular, medium build, strong dislikes, missing meals. They need more of just like a sport. So something that's like social, but something that kind of keeps them calm and, you know, steady. And then vata is more like yoga and dance, things that are like more grounding. Mm. So can you be a mixture of them? Yeah. So I I have noticed that I my body does better when I do lighter exercises than when I'm doing heavy training for things because my body doesn't react as well and I don't feel as good. So when I started doing hot yoga instead of lifting weights every day at the gym, I started to feel a lot better, lighter. I think my body just reacted better to it. Anyways, I probably butchered all of that, but if you want to, you can go online. They have tons of tests to see which body type you are and kind of how to balance your doshas. So that's cool. That was a long rant. <laughs> yeah. We're cutting that out. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. um, anyways, and the last one is social. So relationships, social life, home environment. And we've talked about this before. Having friends is really important. Your social life, your social circle, your community, having that support system is so freaking vital to your health. It really is. It's been in like tons of studies. Um when you're lonely, what do you do? You binge or you go to your vices or something. Or if you have a bad relationship, 
with your significant other or you come home to a... So this one's relationships, home environment, and social life. Yeah. So if you come home to a spouse that's yelling at you and isn't loving you, isn't welcoming you with open arms and is nagging you or whatever, you're going to be more inclined to do something that hurts your health because you're going to want to numb yourself. You're going to want to like take yourself out of that situation. But if the you last come, thing you are in that situation is motivated to be healthy and exactly. want to do stuff for yourself because you're just, yeah. Yeah. So if you come home to someone who's like loving, gives you a warm hug and a kiss, you're not going to go straight for the kitchen. You're not going to go do something like drink or, you know, I don't know, this is a little extreme, but do drugs or something. You're more inclined to, you feel more accepted and loved. Also home environment um, has to do with what we talked about earlier is a clean house and having a place to go home to that feels like a sanctuary and somewhere that feels safe. So go, not that you have to have a super nice house or something, but having somewhere that feels like a safe place that you have things that you love that feels grounding to you and doesn't stress you out is so important to your health as well. Because if you're, if it's stressing you out, you're going to do stress E or you're going to do something else. Or you're just not going to be happy. Yeah. Or it's going to make you neglect other parts of your life, like your career or your finances or something like that. It just, if one area is off balance, it kind of makes all the other ones off balance. So those are basically all of them. I know I probably didn't like touch on everything because there's just so much. We would need hours and hours. Yeah, hours and hours and hours. Because even talking to one client at a time, it's like we could spend our entire session on one area and how we can help them nourish that area and like which places and which parts of their life need help. So So anyways, do you have any questions for me? Because I feel like I was all over the place. I would say what's your best advice? Because even for me, I don't know if I'm contradicting myself now because I said earlier, it doesn't, it makes me feel almost relieved and excited that there are so many elements to health instead of, oh, I have to be so focused on the eating mm-hmm. thing. But also I can see how it could be a little overwhelming because thinking about all those things, I'm like, how the heck am I going to balance them all? So mm-hmm. that's my immediate thought. I mean, I think it's awesome, but I also think in my head, because you say, you know, that's it, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of work because if one part's off balance, then kind of the whole thing is off balance. You know, if mm-hmm. your finances are off, then your relationship's going to be a little off and then that might affect your health, whatever, your physical health. So anyway, what I wanted to ask was mm-hmm. what's your best advice for someone who's like, um, what the, where do I start? Yeah, where do I start? So I would say at least what I do with my clients is we evaluate every single section briefly. So just give me a number, one to 10. So I would say evaluate each part of it specifically and look at the places that need it the most Mm -hmm. and start with just one and then start like I've said a million times on this podcast start with simple steps that you can actually that you can implement into your life get an accountability coach like get somebody who's not your family or friend that are going to be like just oh you don't need to do that you're fine you know you want someone who's unbiased who's going to support you is not going to judge you who, you know, you just want someone on the outside. But, someone, yeah, sometimes. but also someone who's certified to do so. Oh, yeah. I think that's... Don't hire your homeless neighbor or something, but... <laughs> yeah, that was my homeless. first... Homeless? <laughs> that was definitely what I was planning on yeah. doing. <laughs> I'm like, please don't. <laughs> oh, man. Your homeless neighbor just comes over every Monday to keep you accountable <laughs> for your actions. <laughs> Why is he... Why is he homeless? Homeless, but he's, he's your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, he's your neighbor. Just living... Okay, that's kind of mean, actually. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would say just take it slow. It it does seem overwhelming, but honestly, when you tackle it one part at a time, we never just 
okay, do all of these millions of things. I say two or three recommendations per week that help you get closer to each goal. So your ultimate goal is to balance your entire life out and have it just kind of get into a routine where everything yeah. is pretty. And it's not going to be balanced all the time. Things come up in life. Life's messy. But I think the main thing is to have compassion towards yourself and go towards your goals and look at this with compassion instead of wanting to change and, yeah wanting to yeah change exactly and think oh i'll be happy when i'm balanced i think the most important thing is finding happiness in the process of balancing it like finding the joy in the journey as yeah. they say so yeah there is a lot to health and it is the more you learn the more confused you are it's just interesting to me it's like one of the things i love the most is listening to talks on it and so this school is the best thing so i have had a lot of people who have said hey i want to get into health coaching how do i do it there are a lot of schools that you can go to um, online or in person, but I went to IIN, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I loved it. We had, a, what's her name? Alicia Silverstone, the girl, the girl from Clueless. Oh, I don't know her name. She never talked. knows We've the had, name. I know, Serena Williams has come on and talked. We've had Dr. Oz. Like just That's really cool. People from all over the map come in and talk to us about things, and it's really, really interesting. So if that's something that you like to do, if you like – you know, one-on-one and helping people and you want a a career in the medical field, but maybe you don't want to, you want to do something more on the holistic side, I would highly suggest it because I've been looking for a long time. I thought maybe I want to be a nutritionist. Maybe I want to be a therapist and maybe down the line, uh, being a counselor or a therapist would be awesome. But for right now, like being a health coach is so rewarding for me. I seriously, every time I get off a session, because I usually do them over the phone too. So it's not in person a lot. I get off the phone and I'm like, I think I actually learned more from that session than my client probably did. No, it's so interesting how you do learn more when you're teaching. It's Mm -hmm. so, it's weird. I mean, I've heard that phrase a million times, but it's so true. Even when we would do photography workshops and kind of write down all the stuff we know and then talk about them in a video, I'm like, oh, I kind of forgot all that stuff. It's good to be reminded of actually the knowledge that, you know, and for, in your case, I think people teach us a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you're having this one-on-one discussion, I think- that you can definitely learn a lot from anyone. Yeah. So. And they'll notice things about themselves that, you know, I can make observations and I have this knowledge and I have this education of it, but you know yourself better than anybody else. So it's so interesting to see people like realize things by themselves. Kind of clicks in their head. And once I they- always say this to my clients and I tell them, I'm going to say this a lot during our time together. I always say, I, that is an awesome realization. That is so awesome that you realized that. And it sounds so dumb. It sounds like the Kylie Jenner thing. Kylie Jenner thing. Remember when she's like, this is the year of realizing things. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it truly is. Like sometimes when you can realize it and point it out, it's so much easier to like, tackle Yeah, tackle. Exactly. Like when you can see your enemy, it's a lot easier to defeat them. Yeah. So anyways, there's so much more I could talk about health. It's just literally a huge field and there's so much room for growth and it's changing all the time so no I loved that I think it's so cool I mean I think in the future well just because it is such a big part of your life and Mm -hmm. it's a big part of mine as well I think yeah I feel like we'll be talking a lot more about just oh yeah I want to bring on a lot more people who talk about different areas of it yeah because there there's like skin there's so much to health it's insane so yeah I just want to do a shameless plug, if I may. Yeah. Um, buy hashtag Jason Marie <laughs> presets. Yeah. I'm I'm like buy my book, make yourself proud. 
No. Um, if you guys want, I do have openings for health clients. If you're interested in getting a consultation with me, email me. It's just a 45 minute. I just talk to you about your goals and kind of see where you're at and see if we're, we would even be a good team together. So email me or you can DM me on my Instagram, Chelsea Jade Curtis with a Y, Chelsea with a Y, or you can email me at cjadecurtis at gmail.com. That's C J. A-D-E, Curtis, at gmail.com. <laughs> so fast at gmail.com. <laughs> a gremlin. I'm like, please let me be your health coach. <laughs> um, or, I mean, no, let's just stick to that. I was going to say, yeah. or they can email us at what we said if they somehow forget. Yeah. Why would they forget it? They just yeah. forget it. Okay. Email her They're at. like, I can't go back. <laughs> they can't rewind. Uh, no, Chelsea's awesome. Like, she's basically my personal health coach and she just doesn't get paid. <laughs> Awesome. Gotcha. Yeah, I do. You literally give me so much free stuff. <laughs> it's awesome when your best friend's an influencer. JC gets so much stuff and she'll get like bottles of this expensive perfume. She's like, I have eight of these. Do you want one? I'm like, heck yeah, I do. Are you kidding me? She's like, this doesn't fit me. You want it? I'm like, absolutely. I'm like the little sister that gets all the hand-me-downs. It's the best. It's a blessing for sure until your house is a disaster. No, I saw, okay, here's the thing. I feel if someone listened to I don't know if I sounded like a brat at the beginning. I'm like, I just get so much stuff. And I feel like I really didn't, I, I don't know. I really don't want You're people to You're not ungrateful think, for no, that. No, not at all. And because I saw this um, other blogger kind of complain about it via um, Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah. She was saying, laughing at me, cool. No, I'm uh, laughing because I'm sweating so bad. I know, it's so hot in this room. It always gets so hot. Um, she was saying how her house is a disaster mm-hmm. right now because of all the packages and like, and whatever. And she was getting so many hateful Hate DMs. Yeah, because Hate mail, yeah. <laughs> writing her letters. Um, physical letters to her address. I hate you. <laughs> this is to make your house messier. Um, no, she... Gotcha. She's like, dang it. <laughs> no, DMs um, that were just so rude. Like, you're so ungrateful. You're getting all this free stuff that people would dream of getting and you're complaining about it. I totally get what they're where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But... Well, the thing about some of them is that you're not planning on it and people, I don't even know how some people or companies have my address. So I'll get a package from like a company I've never even worked with or spoken spoken to. And it's so nice. I'm not ungrateful. It's just hard to, there's no place for all of it, you know? So it just gets stressful. But I I mean, it's important to let people know there's also bad sides to being an influencer because from Instagram, it looks like all glam and whatnot. Yeah. And I've brought some up awesome. boxes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my life is so hard. I have to put boxes in the recycling bin. I have to hire my bin. friend to clean my closet. <laughs> no, it is kind of stressful. I get it because we literally went downstairs and you had three more boxes. Yeah, we cleaned out my closet. I was like, oh, I feel so good. And then the doorbell rang and I had three packages. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> yeah, literally a horror film. The mailman. No, it's, it's awesome. I really am grateful. But yeah. Okay, so if you guys want to follow us at What We Said Podcast, um, on Instagram. The thing is, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably already following it because I feel yeah. like that's how, but you should follow our Instagram for sure because we always, well, we try to post visual things about the episode. Like when we have had guests on in the past, we'll post, um, you know, photos of them mm-hmm. or whatever so you, that you guys have more of a visual because sometimes it's good to put good. a face to the story. Yeah. And so um, Chelsea will probably put together a few things that she, She'll post on the story for... Unless I'm um, bored. Awesome. <laughs> if you're bored, you should. Yeah. Because you have free time. <laughs> the laziest, most unmotivated. I'm like, I'm bored. I don't want to do anything. Um, <laughs> I'm crying. 
The amount of times Chelsea said, please cut that out at this on this episode. Can't wait to edit. Woo! Um Yeah, so Chelsea will will put together some stuff that she'll post on the story, but uh anyway, yeah. Follow us on Instagram for sure if you guys want updates and you'll be the first to know. Well, unless you're subscribed to our podcast, you'll be the first to know like when a new if episode. Subscribe. We love ya. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I'm subscribed to us. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I am I either. I said subscribed instead of subscribed. Good job. Oh, that's that's up. the one thing that you say wrong. I know. The one thing. <laughs> I'm like, actually, there's a lot. All, all timers. <laughs> JC was giving me a lesson today on our podcast etiquette. She was mean. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I We're just talking about how we can improve. And I was bullying her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, JC edits, so she hears the good, the bad, the gossip. <laughs> and every time I say, please cut that out. She has to do so. And last thing, you guys, our outros have been so long recently. We're trying to cut We're back. We're trying to cut back. We're like, do this, do this, do that. So anyway, um, but our... our <laughs> Can we talk about... <laughs> my hand? Me and JC, if you were to see our hand motions, we've thought about videotaping these. And I'm like, can we? Because look at my hands right now. I'm literally like <laughs> doing sign language. Our hands are all over the place. My arm was like above my head. I don't even know what's happening. Um... But yeah, you guys can, what I was trying to get at is you can email us via our website or our email, which is hello at what we said podcast. And we love hearing from you guys. If you guys have anything you want to tell us or any stories or anyone you want us to interview. We truly do. So we love you guys. We want you to know that. Yeah. Very, very grateful. V blessed. But that is going to be it for this episode and hope you guys loved it. I think learning about this stuff is so interesting. And like I said, we'll definitely have more kind of health stuff in the future. So. Thanks for listening, and that's that's what we said. Bye.